Howdy folks and welcome to the Nerdstalgic Podcast trailer. Now if you listen to this, there's a high chance that you've never listened to me before. So allow me to introduce myself. I am Luke, your host, and join me on a trip of all things nerdy and nostalgic where I'll be diving deep into the movies, video games, TVs, books and comics and all the things that you love. Uh, If it's nerdy and there's some hint of nostalgia to it, no matter how small, uh, I will be there to talk about it. So join me as I take a trip down the Nerdstalgic Highway and I really hope that you enjoy the show and that you tune in every week. So without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? What's up, Rewatchers? It's Dustin here to let you know that this show may feature strong or inappropriate language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you've at least watched the show or the episode we will be discussing. If not, just be warned that there are spoilers ahead. But really, it's your fault because these shows have been out for a while. (laughs) Enjoy. I do wish I did have an alcoholic beverage on me right now, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll be all right. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's okay. Hi there, welcome back to the Rewatch Recap. I'm Dustin, and with me for coupling is my friend from Tales of Point Horror Book Club, Shelley. Hello, back again. Hello. <laughs> Shelley, Shelley, Shelley. Dustin, Dustin, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> so Shelley and I just had a fun chat, a really revealing chat over on Patreon, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you can hear the exclusive chats every Tuesday for just $3 a month. And again, that's two and a half pounds. You don't want to miss this chat. <laughs> you really don't. There's some revealing stuff in there. Oh, I love how I wrote this. I wrote a note that so join right now. And it looks like I was trying to write going, but with a J. So Joeing. Joeing. So Joeing right now. That's, that sounds very country. Yeah. Anyway, while you're at it, leave us a rating and review on the platform you're listening on. I appreciate that. Are we ready to get on the show on with the road? Yeah, Wait, let's go for the, it. The show on with the, the road. <laughs> See, it's that Patreon chat. It's uh, put us off our stride. It really did. It really <laughs> threw us off. It, it, it scrambled my brain. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get the show on the road. Woohoo! Previously on Coupling. So, Susan and Steve had their first alone date. Yeah. Where she cooked, and there was a whole discussion about what that meant. <laughs> Pretty much everyone found out that Patrick, Patrick is well endowed. We learned about the sock gap and surprise fantasy celebrity hookups. Mm-hmm. Jane is still dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Sally found out that Patrick is a Tory, but still wants that D. <laughs> Tripod. <laughs> and Susan and Steve finally slept together after two whole episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love it. But yes, it was a very informative episode. It really informative. was. Yeah. <laughs> now. Bing. <laughs> Good. I'd like how you joined that bit. Sex, death, and nudity is the title. Woohoo. I know. 
<laughs> so Jeff and Steve are walking down the street. Jeff is nervous about something, and Steve tells him, relax, it's only an interview. And Jeff's like, only an interview? <laughs> and it cuts to the bar, and Jeff and Steve pick up their drinks and move to the couch as Jeff laments that, you know, I could really screw this interview up by simply saying the wrong word by accident. <laughs> and Steve's like, like what? And Jeff says, nipples? <laughs> nipples. I'm he's right totally, there with him. He's totally overthinking it, but I relate. <laughs> I do. I know. If you're an anxious type of person, which I've been yeah. before, it's very easy to like just ramble on and just say something <laughs> stupid in an interview. And you're like, why did I just yeah, say Yeah, why did I say that? Yes. So Steve asks, like, why would you say nipples in an interview? And Jeff's like, because I just put the idea in my head. <laughs> and now I just have this, like, flashing sign that says nipples, nipples, nipples. <laughs> you know, well, if you say it out loud enough, you're definitely more prone to saying it later, dumbass. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, dear Jeff. So Steve's like, well, why nipples? Why not thighs? And, of course, Jeff gives him that ticked off stare down. <laughs> he can't believe Steve would say thighs to a man who has an interview because that's now what's in his head as well. <laughs> he tells Steve, I mean, why don't you just throw in vulva? Oh no, vulva's in my head. Can you imagine what's in Jeff's head though? I like, know. It must be like a crazy play. It's a damn circus. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you start thinking up random words that are more acceptable <laughs> like Sasquatch or paper cut? Yeah. 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 Sasquatch. That could be kind of sexual sounding if you think about it enough. You know? I, I don't even think I could say that. Sasquatch. 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 Sass. And like start queen, but say it like watch. Quatch. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. That's what it is. Yeah. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Sasquatch. Oh, okay. I learned you something with phonics today. You did. I know. I feel like really brainy today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like oh, every God. time we chat that I learn something new. Yeah, I do too. It's nice. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Yeah. So Patrick enters and wonders what's up with Jeff. And Steve explains he's got female body parts multiplying in his brain. And <laughs> Patrick's like, That's excellent. And leaves for a drink. <laughs> And a little later, and after a few pints, Patrick tells Jeff to imagine the interview panel naked. And Jeff pauses and clarifies, naked? And Patrick tells him it's a recognized technique. And I have to complain, why do TV shows always present this as if the person hear it, it, they're hearing it for the first time? Like, yeah. <laughs> they don't know this. It's that common. It really is. It is that common. Is and they common. put it in almost every television show <laughs> yes. where anybody's nervous to speak in front of a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine them in their underwear or, you know, or naked. Oh, I don't know. Dear. It just makes me mad. Yeah. I'm like, come on, you copped out on that. I don't think I've ever been in an interview, though, where I've imagined anyone naked. You'd have to be really nervous. Yeah. <laughs> really nervous. Like, and you'd have to really think about it. But, you know. Yeah. But Jeff makes a point. says, if it's so common, won't the interview panel know about the technique? Patrick says, so? And... Jeff says, well, I mean, the panel might retaliate and start picturing me naked. <laughs> yeah, chill. Chill, dude. Chill. Oh, dear. He's just going into this spiral of overthinking it all. Bless him. But Steve is correct. He's like, you're the pioneer of paranoia. You are. You are a pioneer of paranoia. 
It's hard to say. <laughs> yeah. Jeff worries he'll be at the interview trying to convince them he's a safe choice for senior accountant, but suddenly he'll be a naked man saying vulva. I'm like, get this man some pot. Like, calm him down. He's chill. My goodness. Steve says it's just answering questions while sitting in a chair, and it isn't difficult. Again, he speaks the truth. Mm-hmm. But Jeff challenges him. He says, not only has he got accidental words and Patrick's nudity projection as obstacles, <laughs> but he also has to worry about the giggle loop. Oh, dun, yes. dun, dun. The giggle loop. <laughs> oh. So oh. they ask, what's the giggle loop? And Jeff puts his, like, he's like, puts his hand up. Like, Don't <laughs> ask. To know about the giggle loop is to become part of the giggle loop. I just knock stuff off my desk. <laughs> the giggle loop. <laughs> he, so was, he, he gets mad. He's like, to know the giggle loop is to become part of the giggle loop. You're not ready for the giggle loop. You're not. <laughs> Steve says they can take it, but Jeff's like, uh-uh. And a few drinks later, they all have empty glasses in front of them as this, at this point, and Jeff decides he's going to explain. He says, you're at an event, something solemn like a funeral. During a minute's silence for the person who died, and the minute's ticking away, you know, the giggle loop begins when out of nowhere, you think the worst thing you could do during this moment of silence is laugh. And then you almost do laugh. And Jeff slams down a glass of the table and says, you don't laugh, you control yourself. He says, then you realize how horrible it would have been to have laughed in that minute's silence, which makes you almost laugh again. An even bigger laugh. He puts another glass on top of the other glass on the table and says, and then you think about how much worse that laugh would have been. And then you almost let out another laugh. And he starts adding more glasses on top and says, let this bastard of a laugh out and you'll get whiplash. <laughs> and he keeps stacking all these glasses. He's got like five glasses up yeah. pretty high on the table. He says, suddenly you can barely contain yourself. Your shoulders are moving like you're drilling the road and you start to, you know, think the entire situation is funny. <laughs> and the waiter comes over and says, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, yeah. think about this. A dr- more than likely drunk person knocking over all these glasses. Yeah, stacking the glasses up, knocking them over. <laughs> oh, that would piss me off. And just like, it's a giggle loop. And the waiter's like, that's not a loop, it's a stack. <laughs> and Jeff says, I can't really call it a giggle stack, can I? <laughs> and Steve and Patrick are like, yeah, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> and the waiter just kind of rolls his eyes and moves on. <laughs> but the and thing is, the, sorry, yeah. Dustin, I was just going to say, what I love about Jeff is, right, these things that he says are so true, and you don't think of them until he says them. But like I remember watching this episode back in the day and hearing about the giggle loop. And now every time there's a minute silence, that's what I think of is Jeff and the giggle loop. Yes, it's like you can't help it. Everybody says, let's <laughs> no. just bow our heads in silence. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I know. And then you're just thinking, thinking, thinking. And a lot of people, when I put up that we was doing um, coupling, a lot of people DM'd me the giggle loop. Like they, they just they know it. It is like the famous, <laughs> the most famous thing I think he's yeah. brought up. That's his most famous <laughs> one, I think. There's another one coming up, but there's still yeah. this one, yeah. So the, the the screen says five days to a funeral. And Steve answers his front door 
and Jane is there crying. She says, her auntie Margaret died. <laughs> and Steve seems kind of indifferent. Mm. And she's like, say something. And he's like, shit. Yeah. Half-assed. Like, just doesn't care. Yeah. I'm like, poor Jane. Like, she's looking yeah. for comfort. And he's just like, um, no, I'm going to be an indifferent twat did, blossom. Did you notice, though, in this scene that when she's holding the tissue crying, it looks like she's giving him the finger? Like, <laughs> Stuart swear. No, I didn't. Him. Yeah. The way she's holding the <laughs> tissue looks like she's like... Saying, you know, F you, Steve. <laughs> I'll have to look at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she reacts like I would and basically like, really? My aunt just died. Can't you be more appropriate? And he nearly laughs as yeah. we see a hand slam a glass down onto a table. The giggle loop. Has <laughs> started. Yes. So Jane insists he invite her in, except she just barges in. But... <laughs> Inside, Steve follows Jane in, saying that Susan could phone and it would be a problem with Jane there. So Jane's solution, rip the phone cord out of the wall. (laughs) I'm like, you realize you just ruined that cord. (laughs) You know? She She like proper goes for it as well. Proper rips it out of the wall. She really ripped. Steve says, you know, well, Susan could come by or even fax. I'm like, really? Facts? <laughs> facts? Yeah, he does mention facts. I didn't pick that up, but yeah, he does. I'm still surprised people still use fax machines nowadays. Yeah, it's it's annoying. Mm. I don't like it. <laughs> Jane says her aunt died for Christ's sake. This is the aunt that practically brought her up. And she starts to sob and blows her nose into a tissue. And Steve tells her, you need to leave. I'm like, damn, Steve, you're being cold. <laughs> yeah, he He's really very is. Cold. He's like over it. He's really being, like, bad in this. Yeah. And Jane sits on the sofa and explains that her aunt died of a heart attack that afternoon and it hasn't really sunk in yet. I'm like, I think it has if you're crying. (laughs) But whatever. So Steve says she should go home and wait till it's sunk in. And he wouldn't want to comfort her prematurely. It'd be such a waste. What an asshole. See, is he doing it because he's worried about Susan phoning or turning up at the door and what she's going to say? I because think he's afraid of feelings. Yeah. Or is he like just over Jane? He's like, oh, she's at it again. Just wants to get back in my pants. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that. I think it's Susan. And I think he really just, just mm. doesn't want to deal with girl feelings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's not, not he needs some caring. empathy. Definitely. Yeah. So Steve continues that he can't be the one who comforts Jane anymore because he's with Susan now. And, and she has an aunt of her own. And that's the one he needs to worry over. and jane's like well what's wrong with susan's aunt and steve's like nothing she's very healthy of course jane's like she takes offense to this and he goes i'm sorry this isn't the moment to slap you in the face with susan's auntie auntie healthy aunt (laughs) auntie (laughs) her healthy aunt i keep trying to say aunt no, it needs to be haunted. I, I can't help it. We say aunt here. So Jane is offended. She says her aunt is was healthy too. She was extremely healthy. And why does Steve just assume she wasn't she don't have she didn't have a healthy aunt? And Steve's like, Well, you just said she dropped dead this afternoon. <laughs> He's so cold. Honestly. But I mean, for real, it's a plot hole, Jane. Come on, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's only stating the obvious, I guess. Her retort is, you can't judge someone's health by one day. 
I mean, the logic isn't that wrong, I guess. It's not really correct, but... Oh, dear. Yeah. She's right for once. A little. Yeah. A little. <laughs> Steve tries to course correct about her aunt, but Jane's not hearing it. About Susan's aunt. Yeah. But uh, Jane's like, no. And Steve continues on to say that even if uh, if I like Susan's aunt, I wouldn't be going to her funeral unless she died while I was currently dating Susan. <laughs> and Jane's offended and says, oh, well, I wonder if Susan's aunt knows this. <laughs> And I'd say it's a, I'd say it's assumed. It's assumed unless you like really bonded with them for some reason. Yeah, be a bit weird. Yeah, you just yeah. don't go to some ex's family member. I mean, you had to have some kind of really either a long history together. Yeah, or you were actually really friends with that family member. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> Not in Jane's world. No, no, no. So Jane can't believe that Steve won't go to her aunt's funeral, and Steve clarifies that he, I wouldn't enjoy it. That whole scene. You're not coming with me to my aunt's funeral. I wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> so deadpan. It's like going to a stand-up comedy show, right? Yeah. A laugh riot. <laughs> Jane clarifies she's not trying to get back with Steve. She just doesn't want to go alone. And I mean, it is kind of hard to say no to that. Yeah, yeah. But he's about to in a really douchey way. Mm-hmm. Jane says, you know, we went out for four and a half years and you were part of my aunt's life for four and a half years. And Steve says, well, it's not my fault that your aunt Margaret missed the window. What? Oh, my God. I know. He's honestly, he's so cold. He's a villain in this episode, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Jane is, again, astonished at Steve and asks if, you know, if I'm some sort of joke to you now. And he's like, no, you're not a joke. Cut to the giggle stack. <laughs> the giggle loop stack. <laughs> get to call it a giggle loop stack. Yeah. More glasses are added. And of course, Steve lets out a snort of a chuckle in Jane's <laughs> face. Like, <laughs> no, you're not a joke. <laughs> like, you jerk. She grabs her things and leaves and he chases after her. And it's a bad edit here. I don't know if you noticed this. He's like right behind her when she leaves the room. Yeah. But when she actually opens his front door, he's like 10 feet behind her. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. It always bothers me when I see it. Yeah. So outside, Steve like calls after her and she stops and turns back. She says, what do you expect from me, Steve? I'm not trying to lure you back into bed with my dead aunt. <laughs> and she storms off. And Steve turns and his neighbor is standing right next to him having a cigarette and just staring at him. <laughs> and Steve's like, like, that could easily be misinterpreted. <laughs> and they the just kind of say, evening, evening. So the neighbor looks like, he's like, yeah, this is what always happens. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, just, yeah, it's totally he's, expected. He's used to Steve now. He, know, he knows the drill. <laughs> he's just standing there smoking like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Smoking that cigarette. <laughs> I'm not trying to lure you in the bed with my dad out. <laughs> the way it sounds, it sounds like yeah. putting him in bed with her dead aunt. Yeah, right. it did. <laughs> so now it's four days to a funeral. Steve is in bed with Susan, and he's just explained what happened with Jane. And she says, you know, you should be there for Jane since you're, you're still friends. I'm like, good on you, Susan. Yeah, good for that's you. so true. Strong, yeah. secure woman. Yeah. She says, you were really cold. And I'm like, and he was. Thank you for mentioning that to yeah. him. Yeah. He's like, well, I was trying to be faithful. Weak, Steve. Weak. That's yeah. a weak answer. Yeah. That's like placing the blame on her in a way. Like, no, 100%. no, no. Anyway, so she hands him the phone. He's like, no, you're going to call Jane. You're going to apologize. And where's my shirt? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, in it's the in the kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> so she goes off to retrieve it. 
and she's in you know it's, it's she's in another like she's in a black camisole bra and panties now it's just like yeah you know yin and yang from last episode <laughs> and he starts to dial jane and confirms that susan doesn't mind him going somewhere with his ex and she's like she reenters putting on the shirt and she says it's a funeral they're, you know, they're gonna cremate an old lady and it really shouldn't lead to anything you'd be surprised susan <laughs> yeah that's so true <laughs> she then asks where her skirt is and he's like it's behind the telly <laughs> she goes to get it like what the hell were you doing <laughs> he gets jane on the phone and tells jane about his conversation with susan and says long story short susan was being an idiot <laughs> and jane's like how could susan be an idiot if she wasn't even in our conversation yeah. and susan's like and steve's like yeah exactly women huh oh Dude, like he's such a doofus. Uh, I'm really not liking Steve on this rewatch. No, no, yeah, he's um, especially in this episode. Like Patrick and Jeff have redeeming quirks, even when yeah. they're being jo- jerks. <laughs> Steve is like supposed to be the everyman, I guess, and he comes yeah. across as someone like to punch in the face. Mm, yeah. Anyway, so he says the point is that he can come. You know, I can go to the funeral with you, and she's so happy about this, but has to add a caveat. She's like, well, I'm going to tell you something. I never told my family that we broke up. I'm like, oh, my God, Jane. <laughs> There's the Jane we know. <laughs> yeah. She's like, so, like, you don't have to, like, be with me. Just don't tell anybody we're not together <laughs> when you come to the funeral. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this whole, like, she says, oh, you know, everyone, if we tell everybody at the funeral, it'll be just awful. I'm like, yeah, for you, because you're a freaking liar. <laughs> yeah. So she clarifies, you know, like, like I said, you don't have to pretend you're with me. And he's like reluctant, but decides, okay, fine. And Susan comes in and she's fully dressed. She's like, all right, so uh, tell me when the funeral is so I can see if I can get off from work. <laughs> Which I kind of like, like oh, that. I kind of like it. <laughs> you liked that? I liked that. She was like, I'll come with you for support kind of yeah. thing kind of thought that was quite sweet it was nice yeah yeah he probably wouldn't have done that for her yeah yeah steve turns back to the phone and jane says susan was wondering if she can come too (laughs) and jane's like why would susan want to come to my aunt's funeral and steve's like susan never got to meet her (laughs) what (laughs) and you still won't oh my god meet her body but that's it yeah Jane says, you know, if you if you bring Susan, your new girlfriend, to my aunt's funeral, that will be humiliating for me. Can't you see that? Not his problem. No. You're the fibber. Deal with your lies. Mm-hmm. She tells him to explain the situation to Susan. So he puts the phone down and goes to Susan, who's brushing her hair in the hallway mirror. Weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what's going on. It's mainly no. just move it around. You know? just, yeah. <laughs> Just move the hair around. Very a weird bit. why she's brushing her hair. <laughs> he says it's it's a really small chapel. Strictly <laughs> one guest per griever. I'm like, that is the strangest funeral rules I've ever heard. <laughs> Who says like you can't come to the funeral? Why? There's just, it's just not enough room. Just not enough what? room. No, no. <laughs> so Susan's like, well, you're a griever and I'll be your guest. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, technically I'm a griever's guest, and if there's too many guests that bring guests, it'll just turn the whole funeral into a orgy <laughs> i'm like so people are just fucking at this funeral now Steve? <laughs> we want the number of that funeral <laughs> where does your head go sir what is wrong with you oh, dear. of course susan's catching on now she calls them out mm. saying that jane hasn't told her family you, you guys split up did she 
And I like the way she kind of puts her foot down a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, Well, she deserves to. Mm. She's like, and then she asks him, you didn't agree to that, did you? He, of course, lies to her face. And she tells him to to run along and explain to Jane that Susan will be there with him as his girlfriend. Yeah. So Steve goes back to the phone and starts to stammer on about, you know, what Susan thinks as Susan follows him into the bedroom and her arms are all crossed and she's like a dutiful girlfriend, <laughs> you know, and nervous. He's like to Jane, he says, she'd love a word <laughs> and then hands the phone right over now angry Susan. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't put me in the middle of your screw up situation, buddy. <laughs> so here's the phone call that takes place. Susan says, Jane, I'm so sorry to hear about your auntie. And Jane says, oh, that's so sweet of you. And Susan says, I said to Steve, we, he must go to the funeral. And Jane says, oh, well, you must come too. Susan says, are you sure? Absolutely. See you there. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and Susan hands the phone back to Steve and says, she's not passing you off of her boyfriend before leaving the room. That's right, girl. Stick your claim. Yeah. And I feel like that phone call was so accurate to like things that have happened to me in the past where I've said, no, this is not happening. And then the phone gets passed to me. And then I'm like, hi. You kind of had to, you had to, you, you had to like, <laughs> Mediate. it's <this> condescending <laughs> happiness that's like, eat shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I hate yeah. you. But I'm going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> So, yeah, he listens to the phone and Jane says, she's not telling people she's your girlfriend. And she slams the phone down. Steve goes after Susan, who's putting on her coat. And Susan asks him, how can't they see that there's something funny about what Jane is doing? How can you not see this? And Steve says, there's nothing funny about it. And the glasses come back, yeah. stacking up really quick. And Steve <laughs> just <laughs> laughs in Susan's face. The giggle loop. Susan is pissed and starts to leave when Steve's like calling after her saying that Jane won't do anything because she's got a dead aunt. And Susan gets outside, turns back to him and says, anyone can have a dead aunt (laughs) and rushes off. Of course, Steve turns to find the same neighbor out there for another smoke. (laughs) I love this little funny bit though. It's kind of funny. Uh, and uh, just just to think about this guy, I must think about the situation. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just like oh, not again. <laughs> no. Now it's three days to a funeral. At the bar, Jeff sits alone at a table, smiling and watching everyone walk by him. He's such a weirdo. <laughs> Steve rushes up to him, but Jeff sticks his hand up and says, "I know exactly what you're about to say." And Steve <laughs> says, "I want you to be Susan's date at Jane's aunt's funeral." And Jeff was not not expecting that. He's like, what? (laughs) No. Steve asks what Jeff thought you, uh, what were you, what'd you think I was going to say? And Jeff's like, well, I thought you were going to notice how cool and confident I'm acting. (laughs) And Steve asks why. And Jeff leans forward and whispers, I'm imagining people naked. And he does this like tongue bite thing. with this Disturbing little wink. Like, (laughs) and it's like, he's enjoying it. A little Mm -hmm. too much. Yeah. He looks over and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> sees women walking by. I think everyone does this at some point in a way. You just kind of go, I wonder, you know, you yeah, just don't do like, it to the extent mm. that you're like coming off as a pervert. <laughs> yeah, it does come across a little bit weird. He's literally like looking at people and like nodding as they're going past. Like, mm-hmm. You don't react out loud, basically. <laughs> yeah. So Jeff asks, why am I now Susan's date? And Steve explains the situation and wants to buffer it by having a decoy date for Susan. So Jane will get upset. No, 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 Susan's here with Jeff, you know. 
<laughs> Jeff asks what Susan thinks of that before looking down, causing Steve to go, are you looking at me naked? Are you imagining me naked? And Jeff's like, I mean, I can't turn it off. It's automatic now, <laughs> which I can kind of understand. You kind of get too involved in something. It's like yeah, it's hard to stop yeah, it. Yeah. Power of self-persuasion. <laughs> oh, Steve says that everyone will assume Jeff is St- Susan's date. And this way, there's no drama and everyone gets out of the funeral alive, except for Jane's aunt. As Jeff points out. <laughs> Steve says, Well, you're you know, she's an acceptable casualty at the funeral. <laughs> it is her funeral. Poor Jane's on bless. Jeff peeks under the table and Steve is sick of him checking out his imaginary <laughs> naked body. And Jeff says, Steve is the perfect practice because he's actually seen him naked. And so, like, when did you see me naked? And he was like, When we were camping, you were pissed and jumped in the river. <laughs> and Steve immediately says the river was very cold and Jeff should compensate for that when he imagined Steve naked because I'm warmer now <laughs> <laughs> Jeff says it's his imagination and he could knock off a few inches of Steve's tallywhacker if he wants <laughs> I love that term tallywhacker yeah I've never heard that before that's yeah it's a thing we might say over here oh. he called a tallywhacker <laughs> so Steve says you know, you can only knock off a few inches only if you come to the funeral. And St- and Jeff says, only if you get the drinks. So Steve <laughs> gives in. He turns to go to the bar. And Jeff says, spotty ass. Oh, that, that had me howling. It was spotty ass. <laughs> blazing. Blazing. Uh, it makes me just think that Steve's got moles and freckles all over his oh, ass. Oh, and really, it's not a vision that we want of Steve, really. No, like an infestation. Not a fan. <laughs> and now we've got to think of his, like, spotty ass. And- I know. Yeah. I, I'm scared for him. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two days to a funeral. A phone call. At work, Susan calls Jeff, or excuse me, Patrick, at his job and says simply, Patrick, I need you. And Patrick's like, excellent, when and where. <laughs> what else would you expect, right? Thinks it's a sex game. She explains she needs him as her date to Steve's ex-girlfriend's aunt's funeral. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. This sounds just like... They don't know that we know they know we know. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? From friends? Yeah. And then it's just escalating and escalating. And builds and builds. Yeah. Petra says, I like it. Then I can be the pizza boy and you can be working late. <laughs> Get the brown chicken brown cow out of your head, my man. <laughs> Susan says, it's not a sex game. She's just asking him for a favor and sex is not involved. And Patrick says, and you admitting that up front, do you see where you went wrong? <laughs> and she tells him, you know. That she thinks Steve is going to pretend to be Jane's girlfriend. And so she wants her ex there to show him what it feels like. And Patrick says, oh, I can't do that to Steve. He's my friend. And Susan's like, really? Tell me about your friend, pizza boy. (laughs) But all Patrick can hear is like, oh, are we playing now? Is that what we're doing? And so she calls him out. She goes, does your dick do all the thinking, Patrick? But I love love his retort. Yeah, go on. (laughs) I don't know. I'll ask it. Bam! I love it. I love I the back it. and forth banter. I love it. Yeah, I love that. Susan's my girl in this episode. She's awesome. Yeah. She didn't put up with shit. No. So, okay, now it's one day to a funeral at Sally's salon. Sally is ending a phone call with that is the single lamest attempt ever, anyone has ever made to get me to go out with them. I want to know what was said. Yeah, I do. Like, why do you give us this? I want to know. Can you imagine? Oh. I want to hear how lame it was. Mm. And that's when Patrick enters the shop and says, Sally, how do you fancy coming with me to Susan's new boyfriend's ex's aunt's funeral? 
cut to the bar where Sally and Patrick are at a table together. And she says she doesn't do funerals. And he pleads with her. But she's like, Patrick, I'm a career beautician. I have devoted my life to fight against aging. A funeral is like the headquarters of aging. It'd be like James Bond going to the Spectre Control Center. He'd be, I'd be recognized. I got to commend Sally on this. Yeah. She's being smart. She's talking to him in his language. Yes. The whole James Bond reference, totally yeah. on his level. And it's yeah. like, way to get him to see your side. Kudos. <laughs> yeah. She's I like figure that. that out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Patrick says he needs a decoy date because he can't go with Susan right in front of Steve. I'm like, that's a lot of decoy dating. <laughs> and Sally's like, Patrick doesn't understand. She says, have you seen dead people? Trust me, death is the best argument for mo- moisturizer. <laughs> Death is the best argument for moisturizer. It's hilarious. She's so like <laughs> true but callous at the same time. There's something just wrong. <laughs> it's just not quite wired right yeah. for her. Oh, bless her. Patrick says you can't prevent death with face cream. And she says, No one's ever used the quantities of face cream that I do. <laughs> it's basically what she needed after that was a moha. Yeah. Man, her face is probably so shiny oh, and wet God. all the time. And soft. Really soft. Yeah, like a baby's bottom. When Patrick mentions it's just an aftertune of the afternoon. After, I can't talk. I can't do it. An afternoon. It's aftertune. <laughs> it's an afternoon at the crematorium. Sally says she refuses to sit there and breathe a dead person's ashes. Oh, she's That's so dark awful. as hell. She's so awful. She oh. is. Do people actually watch people be cremated nowadays? Well, they go behind a curtain. Don't we they? never watched. We never saw it when we had my mom cremated. They just did it and they gave us the ashes and that was it. We didn't like. Yeah. So a- you kind of over here, you kind of see like the coffin going in um, and then like a curtain comes across. So you go to a crematorium for the funeral. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, and then we already get the we get the body cremated beforehand. Then we have the funeral, and we bear, we might bury the ashes, or somebody oh. might take them to scatter or something. You know. Yeah, well, I know that I've been to um, cremations where we've we've had like a service, and then obviously you know the coffin goes in, curtain comes across. Um, but maybe you can do it the other way around. I'm sure. I mean, there's yeah. gonna be an option. I'm sure. Yeah. But you know, maybe like a destination funeral, and you want to go ahead and have. Wow. It sounds like I'm kind of, oh, going on vacation, <laughs> a destination funeral, you know, but maybe they want to have their ashes spread somewhere and yeah, you, you, you want to have the funeral yeah. like on the cliffs of something, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> she's, I'm not going to breathe in a dead person's ashes. And uh, Patrick's like, you know, everyone has been to funerals before, even you, Sally. And she goes, yes, but I didn't inhale. <laughs> Can you imagine getting stoned from somebody's like, <laughs> She's oh so man! Awful. Funerals would be lit. Like it'd yeah. be crazy. You go into a funeral this? Oh man, you're so lucky. Like, <laughs> that'd be, be so weird. High. <laughs> I'm gonna get so stoned. Patrick gets an idea and says, "Like, well, you know, there's gonna be a lot of old people there. You'd be the most moist." <laughs> and it's that really, face. she's like, <gasps> "Oh man." <laughs> But, you know, this is where I'm like, yep, he's definitely the Joey. Because sometimes Joey can come up with some smart things. Yeah. You know? Like Moo Point. Remember Moo Point? Yes. That'd be a Moo Point. A Moo Point? It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. It's Moo. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. It still makes sense. Yeah. Now it's no days to a funeral. 
Steve's <laughs> flat. Steve walks outside in a full suit and tie and sees his neighbor out for a smoke again. They lock eyes and Steve says he's going to a funeral. And the neighbor says, is it a nun? <laughs> and Steve suspiciously says, yeah. And the neighbor like winks at him and says, good luck. <laughs> I mean, does he, I wonder if he really thinks that Steve's trying to fuck a dead ass. He probably, I would hazard a guess that that's a yes. He does think that because he's just used to Steve by now and all the weirdness and coldness and it's just, yeah. dead aunt talk. So yeah. I he never knows say, what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. That wink was a bit like, you're going to have a You know what I'm time. saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get that, you get that corpse. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so on the drive there, Steve is driving. Jane sits next to him. She's annoyed. She says, four of them, four of your friends. And Steve explains, okay, Susan won't let me go with you unless she brings Patrick. Patrick won't come unless Sally comes. And Jeff won't back out because he's the only one who actually knew your aunt. And he thinks it's unfair to be left behind. <laughs> Jeff's argument is the most sensible. Yeah. And Jane says, his friends have behaved appallingly. And he needs to tell them that. And he says, you tell them. And she says, they're his friends. And it's his job to tell them. And he says he feels stupid. And she yells, the very least you can do is tell them. (laughs) So Steve takes a deep breath and we cut to the full shot of this tiny car and how (laughs) Jeff, Susan, Sally, and Patrick are all squeezed into the back seat. And Jeff (laughs) says to them, as Steve says to them, you've behaved appallingly. (laughs) And there's actually an error here. I don't know whether you noticed because he's actually driving on the left side the car, he, he's sitting in the left side. And obviously oh, yeah, over here in the we UK, we would drive on the right side. So I was like, oh, that's a bit Did he have curious. a different car? That, yeah. A different model, I guess? Or they just Maybe. accidentally flipped the screen for yeah, some reason? Yeah, I just noticed it. I didn't notice it until they panted. I didn't panted. even think about it. I should have thought yeah, about it. Yeah, until they panted, the, all of them squished in the car. I thought, wait a sec. They're like, oh, wait a minute. He's on the wrong side. Something fishy. <laughs> So they arrive at the funeral, and Sally and Susan, I don't know where the hell Jane went. She took off. Yeah, she, she, she disappeared. She's gone. Sally and Susan walk ahead of them on the street, but they stop and they turn back, and they're like, where did the guys go? And it cuts over to Steve's car as the song Little Green Bag starts to play. If you're familiar with the movie, you'll know. Yeah. As like Steve, Patrick, and Jeff, all in black and white suits, walking slow motion, and the ladies are watching on. And they got the toothpick and the cigarette, <laughs> cigarette. and they're looking behind themselves. And <laughs> and the girls are like, stop playing Reservoir Dogs. And then they just kind of stop. And they weren't in slow motion. They were no. actually acting like they were in slow motion the entire time. And they did a great job of it. Yeah, they really did. We've all been there. <laughs> I was fully convinced that, that, that they had slowed down the video yeah. for a second there. Like, oh, they did yeah, a good job. Yeah, they did a really good job of that. <laughs> Inside, Jane goes up to her aunt Muriel who tells her that they're going to be going to the crematorium at two and she should eat something. And Jane says, we're eating before the funeral. Isn't that unusual? And Muriel says, well, I'm hungry now. And anyway, I never liked the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hot damn. Old people just don't give a F. They don't care. I mean, I'd rather have the sausage roll. (laughs) At at the funeral, she says this. (laughs) Oh, man. How horrible was Aunt Margaret, I wonder. I know. That's what I kept thinking. Like, man, poor woman. <laughs> so, yeah, the others come in, and Jane introduces her auntie, who tells them that they will go to the crematorium at half past two. And Patrick says, "Are you cutting it? Aren't you cutting it a bit fine?" <laughs> Jane's like, "My <laughs> other auntie, not the dead one." <laughs> 
We're going to the crematorium. I'm going to go jump in the fire. Uh, and the, uh, this aunt says, I'm Muriel. Margaret's in the box. <laughs> Damn. Were they sisters, I wonder? That's the only I thing think I can they think were, of. I think they were sisters. They're yeah. both M names. And it's yeah, I think they were sisters. So Muriel walks over and says, sausage roll, Margaret? Oh, no. You're dead. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> and she smiles and walks off. I'm like, I want a backstory on this relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we get the queerest pastor or vicar as you would call him <laughs> yeah and he comes over he's obviously a homo <laughs> it's like yeah it's very obvious i can say this so he asks you know which of the guys is her young man as jane's young man and steve looks and jane looks to steve who looks to patrick who says well i'm with sally and steve says i thought you were with susan and jeff says i'm with susan and patrick says well then i must be with jane then Vicar, hello nice to see you again <laughs> they're all confused over who they're meant to be with <laughs> what a kerfuffle this turned out to be right Later at the food table, Jane wonders where Steve has been. And he explains he couldn't go around her unless Susan starts has to go around Patrick. And Patrick won't go near Susan because of Steve. And it's all crazy. And Susan says she's not trying to get back with him, with Steve. She's actually pleased that he's with Susan because she likes her. She adds that she fancies Susan the little herself as well. <laughs> and Steve's like, uh, what? Really? <laughs> And Jane says, yeah, she's not really my type, but I could have gone for her. You're lucky you saw her first. Waka waka. <laughs> I love that. Steve, of course, is just getting horny at the thought. And he's like, really? Really? Like a stereotypical hetero guy of that lesbian yeah. fantasy stuff. Mm. Jane says, you know, she should have known how Susan would have felt about this whole situation. Decides to go talk it out with her and ask if Steve is coming. But he's decided to stand behind this table for a bit. <laughs> And Jane's like, why are you standing behind that table? And he's like, moves behind a stack of plates and says, it's your fault talking about all this stuff with women. And this annoys her. And she's like, how much longer? And he says, it's about the usual amount. She's like, I'm in a minute, Steve. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. He says, not very long. And she says, sound familiar. Day up, get him. Doesn't she make it worse? And she goes, oh, we could have had three sons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she grabs a cracker and she's like, I wish you would have mentioned this lesbian obsession because, you know, some of my girlfriends back when we were dating were like, we could have hooked up. <laughs> but I didn't think you'd be interested. And he's like, we, we could have had threesomes. She goes, yeah, I didn't tell you anything, but I didn't think you'd want to do it. Goes, we could have had threesomes. <laughs> it's too late now. It's been four and a half years. It's too bad he missed the window. <laughs> right drop. back at you. <laughs> Steve looks down and the gay vicar walks up behind him and he's like, are you all right? And he goes, not really. And vicar says, it's a difficult time. And he goes, yeah, it's very difficult as he's looking at his erection. <laughs> and the vicar like puts his hands on Steve's shoulders and says, let it out, son. Let it out, son. Let it let go. It out. I mean, just imagine. Oh, my God. So Steve, like, fake cries. He says, I think that might be best. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, damn. So, yeah, Jane goes to Susan. He says, we need to talk. And at the same time, Sally sits and is, like, putting a moisturizer on her hand. She's, like, <laughs> under her neck, like, just going. And this very wrinkly old lady approaches She's her. very, very wrinkly. Very wrinkly. Mm. And Susan jumps up. She's like, oh, my God. And she says, I'm sorry, you just startled me. And yeah. the, the wrinkly old lady tells her, you know what? I was just telling my friend here, when I was a younger lady, you look just like me. 
And Sally was like, don't be horrible. <laughs> and the woman's like, no, you know, um, so, you know, you look at me when I was getting married, when I was about <laughs> 40 years old. And Sally is instantly insulted. She She's was like, totally I insulted. <laughs> oh, dear. you can this just see This woman's expression is just staring at her. Big eyes. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. On the other side of the room, a random guy is talking to Jeff as he tries to eat a huge plate of food. And the guy's, you know, like, do you know anyone? And just like nobody upright. <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't know how you cope. I can't stand to be in a room full of people I don't know. And Jeff's like, I have a special way of looking at people. Wink, <laughs> wink, nudge, nudge. Nothing can frighten me off now. Famous last words. Because yes. then this old couple walks by and he just starts to get kind of <laughs> sick to old man. <laughs> He's like, I can't deal with this. He looks like, like he's about oh, to puke. No. <laughs> he hands the guy his food and just walks off. <laughs> so back at Jane and Susan, they're now getting along famously as they compare stuff that Steve does in the relationship. Something about an ear tug and a click oh, yeah. that he does. I gathered that was like something in the bedroom, like maybe <laughs> when he That's what I figured, but I'm like, what would he do? Maybe it's when he's he weird. Steve's weird. <laughs> Maybe uh, like, like weird for normal his, people. That's his tell before like he ejaculates. Oh my god, <laughs> like, that'd be horrible. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, oh my god. god. I bet you that's what it is. I can't even see it now. That makes me hate him even more. <laughs> mm. So Ooh. yeah, with Sally, she's showing this the old lady her neck. Look at the underhang of my jaw. No way is that a 40-year-old underhang. And the woman says, Well, it looks a bit segmented now. <laughs> And Sally like jerks her head to the woman and says, what do you mean? And the old lady says, that's how it starts, you know. <laughs> Before reaching her hand out to Sally, who quickly jerks back, she goes, don't touch me. I'm full of moisturizer. You might drain it all off. And she says, it would be like rain on the desert. It gets all sucked away. You probably so reflate. Oh, she's so awful in this scene. She's like, horrible. She's so mean. She's digging her own grave at this funeral. <laughs> So the old lady decides that's enough and tells Sally, she just figured out, I was 45 when I, I got married 45. and looked just like you. <laughs> 45. 45. So Sally's like, what age are you now? And the woman says, 92. So Sally says, you know, you must be getting nervous at this funeral because it might be the last one you'll be attending standing up. <laughs> She's so No love lost at all. Oh gosh! And Sally, the lady decides to put Sally in her place. She goes, "You use a lot of face cream, don't you?" And Sally proudly's like, "Yes, I do." And this, and the woman goes, "So did I." <laughs> it's the way she says it and looks. She's like, "So did I." <laughs> <laughs> Reality check, Sally. You can't yeah. stop the aging process. You can Sally's only kind of just... slow it. She's just horrified, isn't she? She's like, oh, it's just killed her <gasps> dreams. Dream killer. So later on, Patrick finds Jeff nearly crying in a corner, staring at the wall. He asks, what's the matter? And Jeff's like, I can't turn off the naked people. <laughs> Patrick thinks it's great. Yeah. So Jeff turns around and says, what do you mean? It's great. Everyone's disgusting. And Patrick says, exactly. If everyone's disgusting, that must mean you're the best. <laughs> And he's like, tells Jeff he's going to nail the interview. I'm like, right on, Patrick. Like, yeah, really? I really like Patrick in this episode. He really like gives Jeff confidence. Right. He's, he's yeah. there for his friends. And it's really, yeah. yeah, I like him. So Jane and Susan find Steve and tell him that they made up 
And Sally runs up and says, this is awful. I'm getting older. I'm going to die. (laughs) Jane says, oh, look, it's our other new friend, Sally. (laughs) And she puts her arm around both the ladies. Just look at us, Steve. What a threesome. What a threesome. (laughs) To quote Jeff, evil. 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 Spawned from the fruits of the devil. (laughs) You do that accent so well. (laughs) (laughs) Steve steps behind the casket to shield his erection again. (laughs) Behind the casket. I know, behind the casket. Like, that's just... (laughs) And Jeff walks up next to him, staring at the ladies and smiling. He says, you should see this the way I do. Mm -hmm." (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then these these men come to the to grab this casket, but Steve and Jeff are like, no, 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 <laughs> don't. And I'm like, they don't both have boners it. now. <laughs> <laughs> They've both got boners behind the casket. I mean, and they want to move the casket. Yeah. And so the guy's like, oh, he's we're still saying our goodbyes. And so the guy's like, do you want me to open up the casket so you can see her? And they're like, yeah, that'll probably do the trick. <laughs> yeah, that'll do the trick. <laughs> a dead body. Oh gosh, uh, <laughs> man! So later on, everyone preps to leave for the crematorium. The vicar announces that they should take a minute's silence for Margaret. Of course, the guys all look at each other, and Uh-oh. Jeff looks at the clock, and the minute starts to tick. <laughs> it starts ticking slowly, and we know what happens. And no, and so like, there's like this like Jaws esque theme starting to play, like <laughs> yeah. this dun dun dun, kind of like that. Yeah. And we start to see like the stacking of the pint glasses as the guys try to hold in their laps, tears in their eyes, <laughs> just stack upon stack. The tower of glasses is teeter tottering. It's about to fall. The guys are shaking and they end up holding hands for support. The minute it's almost up, <laughs> then suddenly all the metaphoric glasses come crashing down as someone's laughing can be heard. And everyone at the funeral turns and looks at jane and she laughs, laughs her ass off she's like it's a really high-pitched laugh as well like <laughs> yeah and she pauses and she looks at everyone she goes you've got to laugh <laughs> oh jane bless jane <laughs> does anyone else I mean like i mean does anyone at this funeral really care at this point no like, i don't no. think they care i just want the sausage rolls that's all they're there for <laughs> that's all they do yeah <laughs> So now we're at the interview, as the screen (laughs) says. Jeff sits confidently, waiting to be called in for his interview. He watches a woman walk by, and he looks at her with some swagger. He's got a little bit, you know. So confident. He is. He's like James Bond at this moment. Yeah. Cool, collected. Kind of sexy, you know. Yeah. giving it all. Where's this Jeff Murdoch man? Yeah. (laughs) And this beautiful redheaded woman calls him into the meeting room, and he kind of stops and looks her up and down and winks at her like, hey. (laughs) Checks her out. Yeah. And he saunters into the room with ease and he walks in and he smiles at the panel and they're like, they say good morning. And then he looks behind them and instantly freezes up. <laughs> we cut over to their side and there's a huge mirror directly behind them. <laughs> and all we can see is what's in Jeff's head himself naked in front of all of these people. Covering scared his to death. <laughs> end of episode. Oh, it's such a good end to the episode, though. It really oh, was. Yeah. It's like, oh, it still backfired on him. You know, oh, I feel so we bad for him. Jeff. Yeah. What That's do you think, it. rewatchers? Did we? Did Jeff pull it off and ace his interview anyway? Did you think he did? I, 
I no, do you know what? I don't reckon that he did because he no. went into full panic mode when he saw himself naked. He's covering his, you know, he's cupping his little his pool, bits, but balls, <laughs> balls and penis. <laughs> 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 that just came out wrong. Um, yeah, so I think he just totally fluffed the interview after that. It just went all Maybe. downhill. All Patrick's advice out the window, gone. Yeah. Everything yeah. gone. He just screwed it all up. And they're like, yeah, yeah. you're going to stay where you're at right now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> As, um, all right. Also, rewatchers, have you ever experienced the giggle loop? And um, do your crematoriums host funerals or do they just like do it like we do nowadays and just, you know, yeah. cremate and then do the funeral, you know? Afterwards? And do they have sausage rolls? Yes. Food? And how good that, are they? Yeah, yeah. Where is this funeral parlor and where can we get the sausage rolls? Are the sausage rolls better than the funeral? <laughs> I wonder if sausage roll, I wonder if it's more like just a pig in a blanket. Is that the same thing? No, sausage roll is like in pastry. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like, that sounds like, yeah. like we would call them a sausage ball. We make sausage balls. <laughs> Back to balls again, Dustin. <laughs> okay. Sausage and that too. Right? <laughs> no, yes, it's like sausage patty, I guess. Not an actual sausage sausage, but like a patty in like pastry, mm-hmm. like a puff pastry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a little different than what I was thinking. Mm, but tasty. anyway. <laughs> so yeah, let us know what you think. Find us on social media. Shelly is at Tales Point Horror Book Club on Instagram. Yes. And she's Tales P-H-B-C. Yeah, that's it. On Twitter. It's hard to say sometimes. <laughs> I know. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap. Or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. You can also comment directly via voicemail at 901-602-3061. Standard international phone practice applies for those not in the U.S., I'm sure there's an app you can use. Wink, yeah. wink, nudge, nudge, if you wanted well, to call. Call us. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, next week is episode four entitled Inferno. <laughs> oh, no. Will it be about fire? Will someone's house burn down? Oh, no. What are we going to do? What are we going to think? Or will it be a disco inferno? Oh. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> Woo. Watch with us and find out. Woohoo. See you next Monday, everybody. Bye. Bye.